There are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. <laughs> How are we? Are we in a little bit of a silly mood? Uh, am I dealing with a couple of silly billies here? Someone's introduced sound effects into the podcast. And like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Salty's got a sound effect set up, but they're like morning zoo sound effects. <laughs> yeah. What are some, some conspiratorial ones I could have? Um, like an alien abduction noise. Yeah, that woo. Oh yeah. Or the um the X Files like. Dee -dee 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 -dee. Oh yeah. Um, yeah it's cool. the roar of a Gippsland panther. Roar yeah. of a Gippsland panther. Alex um, Jones saying something fucked. Alex Jones saying something. Uh, the bees from the haunted house in New South Wales. <laughs> yep. Just like the quiet <clears throat> of the Gippsland dark. Like just, yeah. just a sound effect that's just silence. Yep. Um, PK just, I don't know, telling someone they're all fucked. Yeah. yeah. Or like being like, look, I've got an Adam's apple. I'm a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next episode. Look forward yeah. to that, listeners. Uh, but in case of this episode, what is on the docket? We, well, we're going to try and talk about uh, the plot to steal the election a little bit further. Yep. Yep. And we're also going to, oh, what's, the, what's the actual thing called? Star Jelly. Star Jelly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've written down Space Cum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, so this show sucks. <laughs> so we're gonna we're going to talk about stuff. especially like yeah. <laughs> Listener, I don't know how much of this Robbo will leave in in the edit, but see if you can oh, guess. Oh, I'm editing this, Cam. Oh, that sucks. Oh, it sucks that I'm editing this, Cam. See if 
can guess who's drunk right now. It's not who you think. <laughs> oh. All right, let's okay. let's start off talking about the election. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and as we've just come off some fart noises and some cum jokes, um, all of my sources for this are the Washington Post and New York Times and Reuters. <clears throat> Uh, it's a challenge one to speak about, Cam, because you just kind of alluded to it's very fast moving and yeah. full of normal and probably, dare I say, far more qualified and able journalists than us. Yeah, and it's, yeah, as you said, fast moving and it just keeps changing. And I reckon I had a handle on this a couple of days ago. Well, this I, morning I had a handle on it and it changed. I'm not sure I have a handle on it anymore. So we talked a little bit in the last episode about how there's this narrative forming on the Trump side of things that the US elections have been stolen and that they were they kept on pointing to all of this weird shit. I think we talked about, you know, just the way that the ballots were coming in was always going to be open to them trying to say this sort of stuff. But then the little things on the ground that they tried to use, like they there were people like fixing ballots so that they could go through the machine properly and that was like evidence of the filling in ballots like yeah. new ballots and like just dumb stuff like that that was so easily disproven i th- can't remember we talked about it but there was like one thing i saw which was just cops on the side of a road with piles of garbage like bags of garbage and they're like these are trump votes that they found in a ditch <coughs> that have been thrown away <clears throat> and it's like you can see like the Amazon boxes and the Starbucks Starbucks containers through the bag, clearly just trash. Someone's done analysis restaurant. Some fucking poor cops having to pick it up. Thanksgiving, you know, during COVID, difficult at the best of times. But he's also have to gonna you know gonna have to round up the tippies and take him in to see a blind judge. This got away from me. Um, <laughs> lots of dumb little things, but there's sort of a larger narrative forming now which we were seeing a little bit, but it's around uh, Dominion was one thing and Hammer and Scorecard was another thing. And I guess what changed today or in the last few days is that now they're all just sort of the one thing. So what is uh, what is Hammer and Scorecard was the kind of the first one? Yeah. What, so what is that? Hammer is a supercomputer right. and Scorecard is supercomputer software. Mm-hmm. And that's what the deep state used to change the votes. So, <laughs> the this is so weird because this was like the... Um, this is the one that I was seeing like people on Fox News talking about. And in, it quickly became apparent that the guy that it was behind it all was this huge con man. It's this guy called Dennis Mon- Montgomery who has a long history of scamming the US government, he reckons he developed, like he created the Hammer supercomputer and the scorecard software. And I think that this might have even been the like software that he used to scam the government the first time around, which was he had this claim that he could detect secret Al-Qaeda transmissions in like other broadcasts. So I think that Al Jazeera was... A uh, like you know, the station, I think the idea was that Al-Qaeda was secretly sending broadcasts to the, you know, their operatives in America through Al Jazeera broadcasts, like embedded right. in the signal. And mm. he developed this way to 
detect that. But I also saw something about him coming up with a way to like tra- track down people underground, like to be able to you know monitor Al Qaeda uh, operatives when they're actually underground using some sort of software. So wait, when you say actually underground, you mean physically underground? Like not physically under, like to be able to see them through buildings and things, and this could be used to like direct bombs and whatnot. All right. What's your so, guys' understanding? Uh, slight, slight shoey here, but what's your understanding of heat sensors in building? You know, like in Robocop, where he just looks through buildings. Yeah. Is that what happens now? Well, I mean, I'd say a large amount of my understanding is comes from that Simpsons episode. With, with, <laughs> with the, the gummy chicken. <laughs> and the cooking oh, yeah. chicken, yeah. So, okay. I, so I don't know if I'm qualified to answer this. All right. We'll park, we'll car park that one for a later date. <laughs> so anyway, this guy sold this software to the CIA and the US government back in the day, like, I guess, you know, post 9-11, when they were just throwing money at anyone. And I think at one point they almost shot down some planes over it. Right. <laughs> like... The, they, I think they ended up grounding them. There was like one incident where a bunch of planes got grounded and they never said why. And it turned out because it was because they reckoned they'd come up with some sort of secret transmission out of this stuff using this thing. And they're like, should we shoot these down? They're like, let's just land them and see how it goes. Uh, so that would have been interesting. But eventually they were like, this guy's full of shit. This doesn't work at all. There's no secret transmissions happening. <laughs> and they gave him the boot. And he's popped up. Sort of every now and then, over time, he there was a, I think a racial discrimination case involving Sheriff Joe Arpaio, who is like a an ally of Trump. He's like this dodgy sheriff, I think from California. Uh, he was facing some sort of racial discrimination uh, claim. I mean, he's basically famous for housing um, illegal immigrants in prison camps, right? That's kind of his thing. Yeah. I think he's famous for a bunch of bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and he got pardoned, I think, by Trump. Maybe. Yeah, he did, yeah. But uh, uh, just bring up the details. Uh, yeah, he a, a very, very bad person. This was the kind of person, like, early in the Trump campaign, you're like, oh, maybe Trump's a little bit bad. He's doing things like this. Or maybe he's awful, he's doing things like this. And then, what are we, four years on? It's like, oh, I don't know, he was a... Like, he's a Scaramucci level name where it came and went pretty quickly. So the way he tried to get Arpaio off was he had all of this evidence showing that uh, Arpaio was innocent. And then I think that the evidence was just like hard drives full of Al Jazeera (laughs) broadcasts. (laughs) Like he, he just brought like stuff from his last con to his next con. So I'm not entirely sure how that was supposed to help. And did it help? No, no, it didn't <clears> work. <throat> but, yeah, he's been pinged on a bunch of stuff. He's gotten done for writing millions in bad checks. He's um, he's not, like, a reliable guy, but on Fox News and, like, One Ameri- What is it, One American News Network? That's not what it's called, is it? O-A-E-N, whatever it is. I think, well, I think it is called that. Yeah, uh, that's about right. But they just took him totally seriously. Have you watched much of this O-A-N-N stuff? No. I watched a little bit. I think I put a clip into our chat where the the news host, the lady, didn't really seem to know how to talk. And <clears throat> the more I watched it, the more it sounded like it was like a robot. Um, you know how like Fox News presenters kind of look somewhat alien? 
in their in their way of like this super you know almost like a movie uh you know a movie where it's you know idiocracy style this looks like that but just shittier yeah that's the weird thing i find when i'm watching these broadcasts is it's like what the news in 2020 would look like in a movie from the the 80s yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and like a dystopian sci-fi film they're like yep. <laughs> this would be this is their parody of the news and that's what what we're actually living this is what trump is like just consuming yep hours at a time right anyway they they're taking this guy completely seriously meanwhile there's this other thing called dominion which my take on it was that it sort of came straight out of QAnon. Well, I mean, Dominion is a company. Yeah. It does exist, and they do own voting machines. Or, or sorry, not own them, but administer voting machines. They're a, a voting machine company um, that I think, and I don't know the, the, the complete details, but they're, they're used pretty, pretty widely around the world. Yeah, there's a bunch of different companies that do stuff with the voting machines, or they do like the... You know, the things, just the software to not count the votes, but to display the votes. Yeah. That are all getting caught up in this. And they're like, you know, this company did this. And they're like, we don't even count the votes. We don't touch a vote. We just, <laughs> they, they send us how many votes everyone got and we put it into our thing. And then you look it up on your, on, on the website. So the, the theory from a couple of days ago that was, and this has probably changed since then, but the Dominion ones, or maybe this was on a different uh, one of the one of the voting machines was sending votes through Spain and Germany, and I can't remember if this was a legitimate news network that someone was talking on or uh, Infowars, but they were sending votes through. <laughs> and there's three three filters along the way, um, and like each filter would would filter out different Trump votes. Like a, the you know Trump vote might get through the first two, but it wouldn't get through the third one. Um, and I think Dominion who's who they were blaming for that. And it's like that's such a complicated system. <laughs> it's a very complicated system. <laughs> like why did why didn't they just need to knock it out in the first one? Also, this is supposedly when they talk about like hammer and scorecard, they're like, oh, this is how Obama won in twenty twelve. And so then it's like, so if they had this software, why didn't Hillary Clinton win <laughs> in twenty sixteen? So one of the things that's coming up about them at the moment is their um, Hillary Clinton funded them, and they're, they're fun, yeah funded by the Clintons Dominion. Like you know how you know how they just kind of use word salad of vaguely connected things um, to mm. say these are all related, and the evidence for that is Dominion vote uh, donated forty thousand dollars to the Hillary Clinton campaign in like two thousand and twelve or oh, sorry the Clinton Foundation. 2012 or 2014 or something and that is the evidence that people are using to say that the clintons are funding dominion <laughs> that dominion gave them money and like a shitty amount like forty thousand dollars like yeah in this world that is so minor and if you were doing something nefarious with them you just wouldn't have anything on record with them yeah i might i might ask for a bigger number as well if <laughs> yeah if we're just going to be deciding elections yeah I've probably got a few people I need to keep quiet about this. I need you to rig me the election, so give me $40,000 publicly. <laughs> it's a bad way to rig an election. <laughs> and also give me 40000 publicly. Don't rig it for me. Rig it for some old Alzheimer's dude six years later. But, yeah, and the, that's the other th weird thing. Like, they're, 
they talk about some of these like uh, elections that are getting decided with this Dominion stuff, and some of them they're like Republicans are winning, like not just the Trump one, but like in this one they're saying, oh, this state, you know, they use Dominion. It's like yeah, but a Republican one. So he's saying yeah. that like the wrong, just the wrong Republican one. <laughs> um. So the <laughs> the Germany part. Um. Have you guys seen that the the, this, I've, the first time I saw this was Infowars, and but now um this bit I've copied is from Reuters. Uh, where allegedly a server farm in Germany was raided, uh, and the server farm was uh, owned by Seitel, S-C-Y-T-L. Mm-hmm. And George Papadopoulos, the former Trump campaign advisor, uh, who's been convicted of stuff, Russian-related stuff, he tweeted out that the US Army has seized servers for Dominion in Germany, referencing D- Dominion voting systems, a company that supplies election technology, uh, <coughs> that then that tweet kind of blew up on cooked right-wing Facebook and stuff. Um, but he was talking about CITAL, which is based in Germany. So, like, already the information is so confusingly wrong, uh, but it just blew up so quickly that uh, that's what people are running with. But Even when CITAL are like, no, no one's raided us. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's been no, like, there's no evidence of any raid anywhere. Um, and I think they're like, we don't even have servers in Germany. Yeah, they're like, we haven't been raided, we don't have servers in Germany, and we wouldn't, even if like <laughs> we don't have any voting data on any servers, That's let alone in works. Germany, and let alone raided. <laughs> it's a, a, re- a weird thing, like it, it does echo the Clinton thing where it's like, oh yeah, there's a server, and the American army's raided and got that server, and that's where the secrets are. They're all hidden on that server. They went in there with their boxy laptop and yeah. put out a big ribbon cable and stuck it in and, and hacked into the mainframe. They had one of those um, keyboards. Roller blades. That, those, those keyboards that rolls out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so that, like, that, and that one, as I said, it start, I first saw it on InfoWars and now I'm reading about it on Reuters. Um, the, oh, the, I was reading a quote from, some legitimate like science computer science professors who are saying there are you know there are questions around electronic voting and, and dominion is, is one of those things and, you know there is concerns about their security flaws and their vulnerabilities but this isn't what people they're claiming like what they're claiming is just doesn't make any sense yeah and it delegitimizes the actual concerns that we have yeah where like right. actual things could happen well, yeah, I already had concerns about electronic voting. I mean, I've got concerns about the entire US system of everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, this doesn't, you know, what they're saying isn't what I'm concerned about. No. And, yeah, I mean, the concerns, concerns that I had about electronic voting, as, you know, someone who has to live in the empire, uh, not that directly affected by it, was, you know, it seemed like it was open to nefarious things, right? Yeah. Like, when... Since we saw in 2000 how easy it is to sort of flip these things. Anyway. That was, um, I mean, that is, was this just done just, through the courts and voter suppression, right? Yeah. But then after that, they were talking about, you know, doing it all on computers. It's like, well, that would make it very easy. But they tried that. Like, that 2000 thing, the the Florida thing, was bloody Roger Stone... And like his a group of goons going and like screaming and jumping up and down, and then some lawyers got involved, and then they're like, 
all right, we need to stop counting and discard all these votes, is a, you know, it's a very top line and probably somewhat inaccurate summary. But and they tried that this time by sending people to polling booths and screaming and yelling and then demanding they stop counting and and like I feel like the systems were in place to not let that happen again. Mm. But now they're just fucking plowing on through. Like, that didn't work. Let's just make some shit up. Yeah. <clears throat> it's It sort of reminds me of the whole QAnon thing, the Pizzagate thing, where it's like there are a bunch of people that it's in their interest for us to not be worrying about the actual problem. Yeah. But here's like something made up that you can sort of go crazy about. Um, the one the one bit of kind of election fraud that still keeps coming around is the cover. Oh, there's two actually. There's one that they covered up. They covered up one of the counting centres with cardboard so people couldn't see them rigging the vote. <laughs> and there's footage of people in a polling centre literally carving windows, covering windows up with cardboard. But the reason they're doing that is because these crazy cooked right wing <coughs> dudes come and started screaming at the people counting the vote. And watching them and taking photos and like just being the most awful, you know, as we know, like, you know, PK Truth or Pizza Gators, yeah. they love to go and scream and carry on. So they just try to like put cardboard up so they just you know, keep these people out. Yeah. And so they're not taking photos of us to fucking come and kill us later. Yeah. And um, that guy that showed up at, that they arrested like near the canting place with his truck full of guns, like, <laughs> I saw the, um, like the DA or whatever, they're like, you should be thinking of this as like an, an averted mass murder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the other one is the 14% vote jump, uh, which is one that uh, Owen Schroyer on InfoWars has, he's been trying to coin this for a while and it's really not taking off, but he's not giving up. <laughs> um, he's calling it Vote vote Viagra. <laughs> um, Give us a boy yo 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 please, Salty. <laughs> um, I knew you'd be fucking wanted it eventually. <laughs> then that is, um, oh, I didn't even write down where it was. It's one of, one of the the contested electoral districts. Yeah. Hey, did, just on the other side, did you hear Trump's latest press conference? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> um. It makes me like it makes me coming in with vague details and not really being sure, but kind of getting through it just makes it seem so much worse when it's fun. <laughs> um, whichever whichever election part, or, you know, whichever county it was or, or state, sorry, it was where the vote jumped for uh, for Biden just leapfrogged Donald Trump in the middle of the night, uh, and they're all sharing this kind of graph of that, you know, the line going straight up. And Owen Shroy, as I said on InfoWars, he's, uh, vote Viagra. And he's tried to get chants going during his um, travels around America to, like, you know, stop the steel caravans they're doing to, you know, rally the troops. Uh, and no one is interested in calling it vote Viagra. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they um, love that graph, though. They love that graph. But well, the reason for that graph is, and so you can see the, the, the Trump's ahead, and then in the middle of the night, um, fourteen. It's this, this one county gets logged, which is fourteen percent of the vote for that entire state, and that's an inner city one. So I think eighty percent went to Biden. So basically, it's that all gets logged at once, and it all just goes straight up like that. You can trace the data for that, and all that's verifiable. Mm. 
but that's become a meme now of like this is you know absolute evidence that like how ridiculous and Alex Jones is holding it up at his bloody crazy rallies that he's doing and um, the crazy rallies he's catching COVID at. Oh yeah, that dude is he's look, he's had some coffee moments lately. <laughs> <laughs> and so watching a lot of InfoWars lately there like I watched I had it on the background today while I was working and it's it you know, all that kind of what's happening in the Fox News and the the mainstream American media about all this kind of, you know, election fraud, fraud allegations and what the Trump campaign's alleging, it's just what Alex Jones is saying for two hours now. Mm. And like it's really boring. It's really yeah. not exciting at all. I saw someone say the other day, it's like these chuds don't have object permanence. They can't um, like conceive of the idea that something happened overnight while they were asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, the, the, the vote changed while they were sleeping. I reckon we saw that with Julia Gillard becoming Prime Minister too. Like these guys just couldn't handle it because they're like, oh, I thought I knew who the Prime Minister was. Then I wake up and it's someone new. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. <clears throat> The other one is uh, Sydney Powell. Before we move on to the next oh topic, oh my god, what the fuck is going on with this? So Sydney Powell is a, a lawyer who was um, had a, a stellar career involved in the Enron uh, defence. Did she defend <laughs> Enron or prosecute them? I'm pretty sure she defended them. Um, but now she's popped up uh, as a, a one of those Trump figures that just appears out of nowhere. And then gets discarded by the Trump campaign immediately. <laughs> um, so when we went to record this, went to record this yesterday. She was definitely working with the Trump campaign. Yeah, like they were saying it. They were saying she is on the campaign. She's one of our, you know, lawyers. Yeah. Um, for the record, she was representing the Enron team. So yeah, yeah. She, she is the author of a book called "License to Lie: The True Story of the Strong Arm, Illegal, and Unethical Tactics Used by." Headline-grabbing federal prosecutors in their narcissistic pursuit of power. I feel like Enron was pretty bad, right? I feel like I've fallen into some sort of time warp with this website that I looked this up on. I looked up Sydney Powell Enron. You know, like on a website they'll have, you know, related stories or whatever or like other stories? Yep. The other stories at the bottom of this are Obama's grab bag socialism and also the moral and cultural significance of Genie, you're free. What's Genie, you're free? You know, in Aladdin? <laughs> right. Ah, right. Not really, but yeah, okay. Uh, for some reason, these um, all of their related stories are from 2014, so this is right. like just after Robin Williams died. Right. Anyway. So uh, Sydney Powell, up until this morning, was, as we said, part of the Trump team, Uh in recent times, she's been retweeting some of the big name original, the OG QAnon people, your Tracy Beans, your praying medics. Um, and she has been just getting on the cookers, just cooking things up all over the place. <laughs> Was she also maybe Michael Flynn's lawyer? Yeah, yeah. She's part and of And also, <laughs> I think at some point, a guy called Michael Flynn was the lawyer of the Hammer and Scorecard guy. But I don't know if it's the same one. I don't think so, right? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> because he's a, he's a general. He's not a lawyer. He is a general. But there is a guy called Michael. I was like, there's too many Michael Flynn's in this story. She's also contributed a big meme to the QAnon thing too. Because she went on the news and she said she was going to release the Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, now that's shorthand for, you know, everything's going to come out. The Kraken. 
in the um, QAnon world? Th- she, so she, I watched her on Fox and she was talking about um, China and Venezuela and it's all connected. And like this was the first sort of actual thing I'd watched of her. I'd, I'd seen her name pop up. I started watching, I'm like, this is just straight, like as I said, Infowars stuff. Like this is, there's no evidence. She's just saying random words, China, Venezuela, it's all connected to Biden and you can follow the money. And and then I looked up and saw that she's a fan of QAnon people. It's like, ah, oh, right, that, that makes a lot more sense. So mm. she was filing motions on behalf of the Trump campaign or, or getting involved legally somehow. And as of this morning, what happened? Uh, the Trump campaign like released a statement saying, oh, you know, Sydney Powell's not connected to us. <laughs> it never has been. <laughs> <laughs> She's just doing her own thing. And it's like, no. You want is, nothing to do with this cooker. This is gaslighting. Like, so, she was 100%. There, there's tweets from, like, days ago where they're talking about her. So one of the big things that kicked off was um, Tucker Carlson invited her on the, the Fox News, his Fox News show, to show evidence. He's like, you know, I'm going to give you a platform to show evidence, and she didn't. And she said, you know, uh, I'm not going to just take 10 minutes on a news show. I've got too much. And he's like, I'll give you a week. I'll give you like I'll dedicate a week of my show to you if you've got evidence. Um, and now, because she doesn't have any evidence, and I think he thought she did. Like he was so faithful that she did. He's like, yeah, cool. Like he wasn't challenging her. He was encouraging her. She's like, I can't. I don't have anything. So then he's like, you know, this this sucks. This really sucks. I've been actually let down, and I had faith in this. So now everyone's turned on Tucker Carlson and he's being pizzagated. Oh, is he? Yeah. So like there's um, some evangelists and stuff talking about Tucker Carlson was like on record as saying, as going to Comet Pizza and eating pizza at Comet Pizza in like 2014. So now they're pizzagating Tucker Carlson because he is like, um, maybe we need some evidence for this. And like for people that know Tucker Carlson, he is just as cooked as the rest of them. Ah, uh, that's what, Pizzagate is good, I think, actually. <laughs> no, I love Pizzagate. <laughs> um, uh, but Alex Jones was somewhat disappointed with it all as well. This was before she, before they disavowed her. He was like, you know, I, I may actually think that she, Tucker Carlson's right and maybe she should have, you know, taken him up on the offer. He still thinks that Trump won, but this was two days ago that he said that and then today he's like Tucker Carlson's you know I need to talk to him about this and he won't talk to me and we're big fans of each other and we need to talk I think he's wrong and calling her out so even Alex Jones within two days has changed his tune on Tucker Carlson I've, I've also seen the Q people are like all right so she's not representing the Trump campaign she's representing us you know we the people <coughs> she's just going in to bat on behalf of the American people to save President Trump it's like, all right, good luck with that. <laughs> and yeah, I guess the other thing that's been happening is that all of these cases they've been bringing just are getting shot down, like, bru- brutally. Yeah, some of the Rudy Gili- the one Rudy Giuliani was involved in in Pennsylvania, like, was it Pennsylvania? Yeah, one of these places. Uh, it was basically, like, a brutal takedown by a judge just going, you are embarrassment to you and everyone around you. Like, it was... <laughs> I felt bad for the guy. I didn't really feel bad for him. No. Did you guys see his hair dye dripping down? 
Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving a speech and his hair dye is dripping down his face. And he looks like a, he looks Has like he got a like that spray and shit or something? Yeah, yeah. It looks spray on to make you look like you got more hair and then it melts and drips down your head. 100% exactly that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not a great look. But also the way that it was like photographed, it looked like his face was coming off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that I saw about this was just on that OAN network. What is that? What did we say? One American News. Yeah. Um, they spoke to, they were talking about how elections could be hacked using the software. So they got in a guy called Ron Watkins. Oh, fuck. I, you know, I completely forgot about this huge thing that happened. <laughs> Uh, Cam, tell the tell the listener who Ron Watkins is. Ron Watkins is the son of Jim Watkins, who is the owner of 8chan and right. is probably the guy who posts as Q, most likely, is yep. the like the most recent person who's been posting as Q. And, yeah, <laughs> Ron Watkins is his son, and they had him on the TV as, like, a computer expert. <laughs> Yep. To talk about hacking. It's like his expertise is purely from running a child porn forum. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I got some quotes here and, and like he's basically saying, you know, it could, it could happen, you know, and, and I'm an expert, so I know. And he says, uh, you know, all, all, a lot of the data is stored on flash drives and you could just swap the flash drive or edit the contents. Uh, or maybe someone could steal and switch them. Did you think about that? So what? That's nothing. What are you talking about? Of course, but that's not how this. I'm assuming that's not how it works, and that's not evidence of anything that you could. Like it's just saying you could, you know, steal a thing and put a different thing in its place. What? <laughs> also, maybe that's how you run things in like your Filipino child porn factory with <laughs> fucking zip drives. Yeah. But I'm not sure that's how they're running. You know, the election hacking. I mean, the election. Um, he was also wearing a he. He wears a giant cowboy hat, and it looks comically ridiculous. It looks like uh, the hat that Homer Simpson wears when he goes to, to spy on the <laughs> wicked. <laughs> uh, yeah, so not not credible at all, but being held up as, and it's just. It's and that was, that video was retweeted by Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stunning how quickly it's all just, and a lot of the the right wing senators. And the republic, uh, you know, the Republicans are kind of not backing away too far from all this. Like they're kind of like, oh yeah, this is bad. Yeah, I think we bad. we talked last time about how like the Mitch McConnells were being like, oh you know, we've got to respect the uh, the vote, and I feel like they're walking that back a little bit. Yeah, because I think maybe they're expecting after we say that he's going to concede, <laughs> <laughs> and if he doesn't concede and. It ends up being a disgusting bloody takeover and he's in power. Let's maybe not be on record saying anything too bad about him. Yeah. It fucking sucks, doesn't it? It does. But yeah, so that's where we are. I, I, uh, I'm, I've been asked this by like reporters and stuff. I'm sort of still pessimistic. I've, you know, I'm not an optimist. Like nothing in Western politics in the last 20 years has gone the right way. So why would this... Yeah, exactly. Like this, Trump has said he was going to do this. He's doing it. Uh, his supporters are starting to get increasingly violent. There, who was the Republican? Was he a senator or is uh, someone that's calling for 
Kyle Rittenhouse to be in Congress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse is the 17-year-old the that crossed state lines, got an illegal gun and murdered two people. Yeah, and right. almost killed a third. Almost killed a third. And has just been released on bail, $2 million of bail that was crowdfunded by conservatives, and now also seemingly has a uh, like sponsorship deal with a coffee company. You'd think that, oh, but, but that's just been rescinded by that coffee company um, after criticism. Oh, right. But it's a coffee <laughs> company that's all about like patriots and you know veterans yeah, and stuff. They're a very fashy coffee coffee company. But now they're being like attacked by the fashy supporters going. Oh, if you want if you want true fashy coffee, you got to go for these other guys, not these fake ones. After they disowned <laughs> the murderer, far out. <laughs> they disowned the murderer after like they fucking loaded him up with merch, and yeah. were like, "This is our guy." <laughs> what cucks? That's that they they're optics cucks. Why is coffee like? Why are there fashy coffee brands now? You know what I mean? Like, it's so weird to me. If I'm shopping for coffee, <laughs> I'm looking for the. And I guess in hindsight, it makes a little bit of sense to them. I'm looking for like the super, the most lefty coffee brand I can find. Mm. Like if I don't read the farmer's name on the pack and they don't tell me yeah. how much they're paying him, then I'm like, oof. And these guys are just like, you want coffee? You love guns? You want to do an yeah. army thing? Yeah, get this in yeah. here. You don't give a shit where your coffee comes from? Well, our coffee... We'll, no, this is like the opposite, though. This is not like someone who's like, I don't care where my coffee comes from. This is someone who's like, oh, my coffee, be, you know, has been picked by children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we uh, found this beautiful farmer and his family who were making these beautiful beans, murdered them horribly, yeah, took, took over their over. farm, name of America, in, in the name of America. Yep, and now we've put the flag on the packet of coffee. Yeah. Oh, but you, I mean, you see... The Confederate flag. <laughs> You see that like virtue signaling, right wing virtue signaling all the time with it, you know, like Earth Hour, they're like, I turned all my lights on. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the, le- the left side is, should we do something nice for someone? Yeah, that's good. And the right side is, oh my God, you are the worst. We should murder you for that. <laughs> anyway. Should so we, that's, uh, that's the election. It might Still it, fucked. Still up in the air. By the time you hear this, it's probably changed. Yep. And also, sorry for any inaccuracies uh, about particular, you know, congressman, Republican. Anything we've said that's inaccurate is just because of how fast moving it is. And also, yeah. we don't live in America. You have many places. It's very confusing to us. You should have like five states. It's so much easier. All right. Salty, play us out with some sound effects and then we'll talk about. <laughs> Star Jelly. Welcome back, everyone. What are we talking about? We're talking about Star Jelly. Robbo, uh, I don't even know how to talk about this. What's Star Jelly? No, don't tell us what it is. Uh, what do people think it is? What What is it without telling us what it is? And then we'll talk about what people say it is, and then we'll talk about what it actually is. That seems like a good format to me. Sure. <laughs> um, so Star Jelly. Oh, but people don't know what it really is, so we're fine. They might. Star no, no. Jelly. I, th- I think we kind, we kind of know what it is. Um, but basically... Uh, People keep finding weird uh, jelly-like substances 
of all shapes and colours. In the woods. In the woods. Uh, a lot of them are connected with UFO sightings. Yep. yep. Lots of them connected. Oh, there's, yeah, there's a lot of magazines sort of lying around in the grass. <laughs> oh. oh, that's gross. That's what people do in the woods, mate. Is it? You just take your phone out there, right? Star jelly, also known as astromixin or astral jelly. Right. Um, yeah, so basically around, you know, places where there's UFOs in jungles, uh, you'll find, you know, random deposits of mysterious goop. Uh, there, are, there are many, many examples of this um, through the years. But, um, yeah, I didn't actually note down the examples, but there's a whole Wikipedia page. You just read that from top to bottom. Yeah. I've got some other names that's for in, it. That's important, though. Yeah, top to bottom uh, for sure. S- star Slime. Yep. yep. Star Sloth. Yep. yep. Star Slubber. Yep. It's good. Star Sludge. Yep. Or <laughs> no, but as they call it in Mexico, or in one place in Mexico, caca de luna, or the moon's excrement. I think that actually that means the moon's poo. It yep. does mean the moon's poo. Um, it's been noted throughout history. Uh, one of one poem I noted down by Sir John Suckling in 1641 wrote a poem which contained the following lines. <clears throat> as he whose quicker eye doth trace a false star shot to a marked place, do's run apace, and thinking it to catch a jelly up do snatch. Oh! <laughs> I read that multiple times, and I, I, I mean, I don't know, I'm not very learned. I don't understand what he's saying there. He just Get some the, jelly up your snatch, is what he's yeah. saying. But they just mention it like, as an example of this being mentioned in history, but I don't know what anything else he's talking about. One of the other examples from history is a guy called John of Gaddesden. Like, this guy is from way back in the day. This is just when people didn't have a surname. So this is, I guess this guy's like the Madonna of his day. Yep. Uh, But he was a English doctor, and he wrote sometime between his birth in 1280 and his death in 1361 about star jelly describing a certain mucilaginous substance lying upon the earth and suggesting it might be used to treat abscesses. Right. Oh, right. So he just, he just is, found it and he started putting it on wounds. This is, well, this is like... That's how science is done, mate. Thir- this is 1300s medicine where they're like, oh, we found some slime on the ground. Let's just slap it on a wound. Yeah. We don't know. I f- we haven't... I guess at that point, you know, in... The year 1310 or whenever this is, they haven't tried slapping everything on wounds yet. So anytime they find something new, slap it on a wound. Is this good for a wound? We've, we've got some leeches next to it. They look a bit gross. We'll try them in a couple of hundred years. Yep. Let's, just, let's just use this jelly. <laughs> um, there was one famous case uh, over a period of three weeks. This is from the uh, Unsolved Mysteries wiki uh, if you looked it up on, on the internet, uh, there was this kind of goop that fell on an Oregon town and people started getting sick afterwards. Now, the town was called Oakville. Was it even in Oregon? Anyway, the town's called Oakville. Uh, people started getting sick, violently ill. Uh, another resident contracted a flu-like illness that lasted two to three months. Several cats and dogs came into the contact with the substance 
um, Tim Davis, a microbiologist, believed he saw a eukaryotic cell, complex nucleus containing cells that are living in most living creatures. Uh, and this just was just raining on this town. Like This town was covered in goop. <laughs> One of the theories uh, was that its origins owed to, a, owed to a naval bombing run at sea, which ex- accidentally s- destroyed a school of jellyfish and sent their pieces flying into the atmosphere. And so, like, the theory was that they just blasted the jellyfish out of the water enough that it just ended up in the clouds and then just <laughs> dumped on this town for six weeks. Uh, the, the the actual town, the, the, the verifications of the illness were pretty unverified. Um, and there was a photo which was uh, Oakville blobs on windshield and then in brackets, reenactment. <laughs> so there's no actual photo, but they had a reenactment photo. Yeah. Where did they just make their own slime? I assume so. I'm wondering if uh, it was from the Unsolved Mysteries TV show with the reenactment. But yeah, I'm assuming, or they bought just slime from, you know, you buy slime from a shop. Yeah. Like a kid's store. Yeah. Sometimes marketed as like unicorn poop. Oh yeah. Is that, is that yeah, how they market it these days? Sometimes, yeah. If it's got some colours and some glitter in it. Was it, there was a product called Gak when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, same thing, I think, yeah. Isn't that slang for heroin? Yes. <laughs> what, did people just sell me heroin when I was a kid? <laughs> and you just fucking played around with it. You could have been having a good old time. Oh, misspent youth. They could have been, could have been mainlining. You were just shoving your finger in it going. Um... <laughs> 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 <clears throat> It also comes up in the Raelian religion. Right. Where they... Um, oh, maybe this is the other thing. No, this is the other thing. Cut that, Cut Luke. That. Do you guys have anything else on the space jelly? <laughs> I just saw like- stuff that made me laugh, mostly. <laughs> Go on, then. <laughs> like, there was some people somewhere in South America or Central America talking to some... It looked like a, like a Mexican rancher guy who had had some come down at some point in the past on his ranch. This was on, this like, is on Discovery Channel as well. This is serious. Yeah. And they were like talking to him about, about what it was and stuff. And they're like, have you got a, a sample? And we're sitting there watching it and going, he's just going to bring out a jizz sample. And like he legit brought out like what looked like a human spe- fluid specimen container that just looked like it was full of his own cum. Yeah. It was a scene, <laughs> and just it, it handed was- it over to them. <laughs> It's like, it's just, what? what? Couldn't have looked more like a semen sample. Yeah, like it didn't it, look like jelly. It it legit looked like a jar of jizz. And it was weirdly uncomfortable. And I think yeah. they seemed uncomfortable by it, but they were playing along because they were. Yeah. <laughs> this guy like totally hoodwinked them, got them like all excited about it. And he's like, this is going to fucking be hilarious. Um, I also liked, he seemed really well dressed. Everything he was wearing seemed very much brand new for someone that spent his life out in the jungles and, the, and tending cattle and dusty places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, and part of me hopes it wasn't a setup and he was just wearing some nice clothes just to prank the to Americans with a, with a semen sample. <laughs> I did see there was one Australian uh, case of this that I found. Really? 
uh, in Tasmania, uh, they had a meteor shower, or just one meteor spotted at least. And the next morning, slime all over people's lawns. Right. It's like, is there maybe slime on people's lawns in Tasmania? Sometimes, normally. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Youths getting up to no good. Spew. People having a big <laughs> it's night. A spew. Snails. Yeah, snails. Yeah, snails do run fucking rampant, don't they? Uh, okay, so now that we know what it is, random slime falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. What do we have any uh, actual explanations? Well, the the biggest, the most common one that I could find is that it's got to do with frogs, right? Yes. Yeah. So animals, fr- animals will eat a frog. Yeah. Rip its rip its guts open. Yep. Eat eat the frog, eat its insides, eat its eggs, and then go. Oh, what is this? What is this shit that the eggs are in? <laughs> and spit it out. Yeah. And that's that's what it is. It's just the the goo from around frogs' eggs. Yeah. So the um, this is from Wikipedia. Observations made of star jelly at Scotland support the theory that one origin of star jelly is spawn jelly from fo- frogs or toads, which have been vomited up by amphibian eating creatures. However, no frog spawn has ever approached the size of some reported cases of star jelly. Right. Citation needed. Oh. Um, Can we trust it then? Well, I think the it's the size is the thing we can't trust. Yeah. See, a lot of the the reports from Scotland, like I, I read a thing from BBC Radio Scotland about like sightings around there. A lot of them are like, oh, it was it was next to this swamp where there's heaps of frogs. <laughs> it's a, it was it's, it was in this field where there's a a pond. <laughs> I, I was, I was in frogs. this incredibly slimy place. Yeah, there's just slime everywhere of un, you know undetermined origin, and I saw some slime. Um, also, uh, to I guess dispute that theory, eggs, animal eggs, are famously delicious. Yeah, uh, it's a delicacy. Uh, beluga, oh sorry, beluga, caviar, roe, yeah. eggs, as in literal eggs that we eat. Uh, I was watching an episode of Alone, the History Channel survival show, yep. and this guy was just tucking in to the semen sacks of some fish and loving oh, yeah. it. I watched that just the, like yesterday. That episode? Yeah. Well, I was about to say what happened to him next, so I won't. <laughs> Nothing to do with that, by the way. It's the, the, what he's doing with the semen and then what happens to him later, unrelated. Right. Uh, good season, that one, though. Yeah, it's been pretty good so far. Alone History Channel, tune in or oh, SBS catch up. SBS on demand, yeah. Mm. Um, apparently, scientists commissioned by the National Geographic Society have carried out tests on samples founded in the United States, but have failed to find any DNA material. Mm. Mm. Um, so, as if it comes from space, are we are we talking about angel hair stuff as well? Yeah, I think we'll move on to that next. I've got, because like, not much more on this. The, there's a bit of a crossover here, right? Yes. Because one of the... one of the, There's, like, a whole bunch of different people and what they think the jelly is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Craig from Scotland reckons it's the gel used in chemtrailing. Oh, I didn't see. Ah. I didn't read Craig from Scotland. I should have read more of him. Now, do you remember when... 
PK did a video about his apricot trees. Absolutely. Yes. And he's like, fucking, they chemtrails yesterday, and now look at all this shit all over my apricot trees. <gasps> yes. And he had, there was a bunch of shit on his apricot trees, right? Like white stringy shit. I don't know if you remember that. I just remember him being unhappy that his apricots weren't growing. Yeah, I'm positive that it was like, he's like, what's this fucking shit? And there was like stuff on there and stuff across the grass somewhere nearby. Right. I, I like this, Salty. So you're I'm saying- sure, I'm, sure I rem- I'm sure I remember that being a thing and I'm not crossing my wires in my brain. Because he was saying, yeah, look, this is all the shit that's left over when the chemtrails have gone by. And I think he went to a, for a walk to a park nearby and there was stringy shit on the grass that kind of just looked like spider webs. Yeah. Mm. But he was freaking out about it. Well, should we move on to angel hair then? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say the, the one last word on star jelly is that also they have done tests on some of it and found like frogs, frog <laughs> DNA. Yeah. But the, they've also like, I think there's been a bunch of cases where they're like, well, you know, there's a chemical plant that makes something down the road where when it gets wet, it goes jelly like. Right. <laughs> or, you know, this is just like stuff from batteries or. Also, um, slime molds are, mm. like, weird-looking and, like, yeah. there are some really freaky things that happen normally in nature that are, are really cool and exciting. Um, but, you know, if you come across them, it's going to look strange. Yeah. It's strange to me, though, that these are all, like, the definition's common enough, uh, or, sorry, the, the sort of unknownness of them is people are like, oh, then maybe it's aliens, and that's kind of pervade Sorry, permeated throughout the world where everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's aliens. When it's well, just nature be slimy. Nature do be slimy. I think it's just what this is like one of those boring things where you notice, like when sort of two weird things happen together, you notice them more than you notice them separately. Like you probably see slime all the time, but when there's a meteor shower, you're like, slime in a meteor shower? Mm. That's, that's <laughs> odd, but it's like everything always be slimy. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about angel hair. What about angel hair? Well, it's just spiderwebs, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a similar thing, right? After after events, people find like like PK banging on about chemtrailing and stuff. They find this white stringy stuff across the fields and stuff that kind of dissipates quite quickly, as spiderwebs are known to do when they get blown away in the wind or destroyed by someone walking through them. They also reckon it shows up when there's been like a sighting of the Virgin Mary. Right. She's like rocked up. And next minute there's spiderweb stuff everywhere. I mean, angel hair. Um, I think Raelian, the Raelian religion sees it as, as a sign from, from one of their gods. Um, I don't, I remember reading about Raelians ages ago. Cam, do you know much about them? Oh, just that it's like a UFO religion, right? Yeah, it's kind of like Scientology, but a little bit weirder, as in more into the UFOs and stuff. I um, did, all I, all that I can ever remember about them is that their logo is like this. I think it's like a Star of David with a swastika in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also promote a liberal ethical system with a strong emphasis on sexual experimentation, engage in daily meditation, and hope for physical immortality through human cloning. Right. Uh, I think maybe we should look into the Raelians because uh, there's a there's a there's a deep well in there as well. But yeah, they they see angel hair as a, a sign. Um, 
there are quite a few examples of it, mostly happening in places where lots of spiders exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Australia and New Zealand have frequent frequent cases uh, by native species of spiders and introduced species of Linifiadae. I'm saying that wrong, probably. Right. Um, unscientific explanations based on beliefs regarding unidentified flying objects include ionized air may be sleeting off the electromagnetic field that surrounds a UFO, excess energy converted into matter. Yep, that'll, ha- that'll happen. I, I like that one. Guess it's just so vague. Oh, it's excess energy that's just converted into matter. It's just too much energy. Yeah. And now it's matter. It's, it's just science. Um, or the, U- the usage of UFOs of a G field would cause heavy atoms and ordinary air to react among themselves and produce a kind of precipitate precipitate, sorry, that falls to the ground and disappears as the ionization decreases. That's all from Wikipedia. Um, yeah, it's just spiderwebs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No. There are. Um, oh, sorry, go Cam. No, I was going to say that's all there is to it. It's like, come on, guys. There are a lot of cool, like, I remember reading these kind of, you know, unsolved mystery books as a kid, paranormal books, and there were always, I always enjoyed reading the, oh, this time in the 40s, frogs fell on some village, some town in America. How did that happen? That was always cool to read, but none of them are really that verified. (laughs) We did an episode about raining animals, didn't we? Yeah, maybe. I think did so. We? Yeah, possibly. We didn't. We didn't encounter the Oakville jellyfish that were blasted by the uh, air force no. into the sky. Anyway, that's it. Is it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Alrighty. Well, before we go anywhere, we have a few people to thank. Yeah, we do. We need to thank Tammy, um, our cooked thirty-three dollar sponsor. And we're also going to thank Vanessa, our other Cook $33 sponsor. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy and Vanessa. Thank you for being cooked, cooked enough to give us money, especially <laughs> that much money. And thank you uh, to all of our other Patreon supporters as well. We really appreciate it. There's a few new newbies as well, right? Yep. We, um, that might be getting their first news show. Yeah. Tune into the news show if you haven't before. Uh, we've kind of, we're, we're looking at getting some more buttons happening. Yep. Uh, based on some some more recent shows, I imagine. Yeah, we'll come up with some cool stuff. Uh, yep. We need to Production work out happening. who still needs to get a pin. Yep. Uh, we just need to, to to work all that out, and then we'll get stuff out. Just um, just looking at uh, PK Truth, the PK Truth YouTube channel. Um, that's not him. Unless it's well, PK, unless it's PK censored, I don't think it's PK him. Right. Well, but PK Truth which has 200,000 subscribers and all of his videos on it. Mm. Well, it, even if it's not him, if you go look at that one, PK, the one that's PK Truth with the picture of fucking John Lennon or whoever it is. Yeah. The cover photo of that is a grassy field with all this white shit all over it. Right. So that, this, I think, is one of his, like, debunkers. Right. Yeah, it's got 1.9 thousand subscribers, not 200,000. <laughs> Oh, I read that as 199k. <laughs> but yeah, see the cover photo? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I, th- so I think I think I was remembering. I think right. it's a 
Um, it's one that a dude that like doesn't like them and trolls them and stuff. Yeah, right. Because um, PK censored as, as PK's other channel now, where he's doing live streams for patrons. Right. And just biking around town telling people to take their masks off. I like though that just looking at the channel, you could not tell that yeah. that's what they're doing. Definitely. It just definitely. looks <laughs> as crazy. I think that's by design. Anyway, uh, thank you to Tammy and Vanessa. Thank you to all of our Patreons. Uh, Robbo, where can they find you on the net? At aleofatime.com. And you've got a, a podcast coming up soon where you drink some beers? Uh, it's kind of our podcast every week. But, <laughs> yep, we've got a podcast with uh, Owen Johnson from Hop Products Australia talking about a new exciting hop. Uh, and we drink some beers with him and talk about that. Which yeah, sounds yes. pretty boring if you're not interested in beer. But if you're interested in beer, it's probably pretty exciting. I was just making the point that you recorded that just before you recorded this. And so, listeners, if you were wondering who was drunk during the recording of this, it was Robbo, the most I sensible mean, one. Not really. I had three. A I, wasted. I one can, girl wasted Robertson. <laughs> Hold my liquor. Salty, where do people find you? Uh, AndrewSaltmarsh.com will get me all my links and uh, like at Saltmarsh on Twitter and Instagram. And you can get me at Sex and Homer on Twitter, Yena Pesaran on all the podcast things, my podcast about the far right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Do you want to just go into the news? <laughs> <laughs> you stepped on his joke. Sorry. <laughs> just cut out my track there. No, nah, I'm going to leave them both in. You stepping on someone's joke. We all knew Salty was going to do a fart at the end of the show, Cam. We all knew it. <laughs> Don't worry. About a thing Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians I said don't worry About a thing Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs Don't worry Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept you can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Ooh, Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 which Let's not forget where all the aliens are.